Hi, everyone. Happy We the People Wednesday. How is everyone feeling today? I hope that you all are blessed. And I hope that today has been an amazing day for you. It's been an, uh, an amazing day for me. And uh, I just have to say that God is good, right? And we bless his holy, holy name because he's holy, right? God says, my ways are not your ways. No, they're not. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, right? And in the world that we live in today, yo, we are not living according to God's way. We aren't. We are not living holy. We are not living sanctified, as they used to say in the old days. You know, we are not doing it God's way. We are actually living contrary to what the word says. And a lot of people are battling with this because they like to call Christianity a cult. And they like to say that um, God is just a spirit in the sky, you know, and God is a figment of people's imaginations, okay? But he's not, he's real, right? In Genesis chapter one, verse one, it says that God, I'm sorry, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? Not Buddha, right? Not, not uh, Vishnu and Allah and all these different gods, you know, the true and living God, right? Not evolution. Evolution has nothing to do with us existing, right? Not some meteors coming down and just all this craziness that the sciences have lied about, you know, um, we don't come from monkeys. It's impossible. If it was possible, don't you think that monkeys today would be able to evolve into people? If that was possible, if we evolved from monkeys, right? Then the monkeys today that we see, the orangutans and all these, they, they should be able to evolve, right? They should be able to turn into humans. So it just doesn't really make sense, right? God said that he gave us dominion over all the animals. We're not animals. God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So how do we come from monkeys if we were made in the image of God? How can people believe that? And there are people today who call themselves God. They say it all the time, I am a God. And I just be like, no, you're not. And like, even before I really understood uh, my foundation, understood the Bible, I still didn't seem that way. I was just like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not God. Like, you you can't even catch the bus, right? You, you can't even pay your bills, right? You don't even know how to cook rice the right way. So you're not a God, right? But because people have forsaken God's word and his commandments, the only thing that's left is the God of thy mind. So yes, I can understand why you would usurp yourself as a God. I'm a God. 
but you're not a god. I'm here to tell you today. All the false gods, those of nation of the earth, and all these people who walk around saying, I'm a god. I just want to tell you today that you're not. You are a human. You are created in God's image, right? In the beginning, Adam and Eve, they sinned in the garden. And they went from a God conscious to a self-conscious mindset. Now, God told them, if you eat of the true, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. Not physically. They died spiritually. Because in the beginning, there was no sin. Like, can y'all imagine that? Like, just for a second. Just imagine waking up. Being able to go into the garden and, you know, in the cool of the day, you don't hear about nobody shooting nobody. You don't hear about sex trafficking. You don't hear about rape and and people overdosing on drugs. And you, you just don't hear about those things. It's just, it's a peaceful day. Could you imagine that? Not having to work. Right, not, and, and I say in the sense of slaving for someone else because we've we've always had to work. There were carpenters, there were welders, there were bakers, there were you know seamstress and all these different things. But that was according to their their talents a lot of times, and a lot of those things were passed down generational. But it wasn't; they didn't have to work, right? It was freedom. It was joy. It was happiness, you know? Today, the world is just so mournful and so sad. So sad. Like, people are sad. Do people even ask why anymore? You know, I've always been a child, now an adult, of many questions. My family would tell you. I always wanted to know why. Well, why? And, you know, for parents, people may say, oh, it's rude and disrespectful for your children to ask why. But it's not. What you actually are doing is denying them growth. And you're not giving them the proper foundation so someone can come along and tell them anything that they want because you as a parent would not answer that question. That's how it was back in our generation. Uh, ch you know, children, a uh, child is supposed to be seen and not heard, right? And and look at us today. We feel like we're not seen. We feel like we're not heard. Like we, we're not important. We're worthless. Generational curses that have been passed down from our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and great-great-great and all the greats, right? And it's time for a change, you know? God wants you to know that you matter. He loves you. God is the only person, doesn't matter what you've gone through in life, right? Because we were born in sin, and the DNA of sin is passed down through the Father, right? And so because you were born in sin, you were in need of a Savior. And so God sent Jesus, right? to be the ultimate sacrifice so that we could have access back to him. And so in that, he gave us a newness of life, right? God said, I am a father to the fatherless. 
I am a mother to the motherless. He said, I am, I am there. God said, you can ascend as high as the heavens. I am there. You can go to the depths of hell and I am there. That means that God says, it don't matter where you go. I'm there, right? Have you ever gone through life and it just seemed like things worked out just in time or somebody came in and paid a bill or uh, for an example, maybe you were on probation and, and then they just let you go, right? Or people who served time, who thought they were going to serve all these years and then they were let go, right? Or, or your children needing this and God made provision. It's God. It's God, right? It is like, it's God. People are honestly out here thinking that it's all them. But God said, let us, talking to the Godhead, Trinity, right? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three separate bodies in one, one spirit, three separate bodies, one spirit, right? Because God is not a man with three heads. He said, let's make man in our image. So do you have three heads, right? No, you don't. You don't, right? And so things were so peaceful in those days when man walked and talked with God. Can y'all imagine that? Think about the movies that we watch. Superman, Batman, right? All these fictional characters that always comes in and saves the day, right? They had to get that idea from somewhere. It's, it's not made up. It's not, in order for people to create things, they either have had to learn about them. They have either had to see it in their mind or someone has given them that information. Nothing in this world is by choice. The innovations that we see, right? The new iPhones and houses and landscape. It's not made up. God, God is a creator. Right. And when Jesus walked the face of the earth, he was a carpenter. He built things from scratch. Right. He built things from scratch with his hands. Like there is um, an app. And if you have an Android or an Apple, you can access the app. It's called The Chosen. Y'all, I watched this show on Tubi TV. Right. But it was only one season. I was sick. Y'all have no idea. I was so in tune in this Christian movie, uh, it's like a sea is seasons. I could not turn it off. Like I've watched Christian shows before. Some of them are just outdated. Some of them are boring. But this show, The Chosen, check it out. I'm telling you, it it just shows the countenance of God. He's so peaceful, and and you know, one thing I've learned: the reason why the world don't believe in God is because they only know God as a judge, right? Like the children of Israel. God manifested miracles upon miracles upon miracles. And all they did was complain and murmur, right? That's that's all they did. But they still saw the miracles, right? And so with them seeing the miracles and still murmuring and complaining all the time, that's what we see in our world today. God bless you with that job. Some of y'all be praying, Lord. Lord in the name. I'm sorry, that's what y'all go into. Y'all go serious. When y'all need something, 
who Lord have mercy, Lord, hear me today, oh God. Like y'all, y'all come, y'all, y'all, some of y'all don't even know all the words that they use in church, you know, but y'all, y'all come out with the words, Father, Jehovah Jireh, Lord, I need you to move like a mountain. Lord, I believe with a mustard seed of faith, right? People, they know how to, they, listen, don't let nobody fool you. These folk know what they're doing, okay? People want God for his hand and not his heart. How would you feel if the person you loved only wanted you for what you had? Which is typically what we have today. Polygamous. That is definitely like a big thing now because people are tired of searching for love. They're tired of waiting, Right. And so they feel as though if they attach themselves to all these different people. This person give me this, this person give me that, this person, and I am fulfilled. But yet and still the soul is still longing. It's not doing nothing. Right. And so God says, I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. Right. But God also commands a right way of living when it comes to having a relationship with him. And God says a relationship with him is like a relationship with a man or a woman. Like, honestly, y'all think about it. Do you not want the person that you love, right? And the person that you care about to find time to spend with you, you know, gift you with the things that you like, right? To speak affirmations on your life and express how much they love you and how much they care and how much they appreciate you. Don't you guys want that? It's the same thing with God. God God is not a spirit in the sky. He he's not he's not he's not Casper the ghost. He's not. Like he is us in God form. We we have hands. He has hands, right? In Genesis God said it repented me to make man. Do you know how how bad things in the world had to be for him to feel that way? To say, you know, and that's why he always sent the floods because he was sick of them people. It's just like us. When you get sick and tired of folk, you be like, don't call me no more. But listen, listen, matter of fact, don't worry about it. I'm going to block you, right? Because you get fed up. But God is long-suffering. God is meekness and in his covenant with Abraham he he said that he would chase us right God said I'll chase you to the end of time doesn't matter how old you are my child right so God loves us he does and it's it's he's more than just gifts and miracles and Lord make sure my water bill paid Lord bless me with that car Lord bless me with that man. Lord bless me with that one, that 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 woman. Lord, Lord put my children in private school. Lord make a way. God said, if you would just seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness, everything would be added unto you. It's in the Bible. Abraham blessed. Noah blessed. The eight-year-old king Josiah. Blessed. Sarah, Sarai, who was Sarah, blessed. She was in her old age. And God said, I made a promise to you that you will have a son. And she couldn't believe it, but she did. And then 
Isaac was born, right? So what has God promised you, right? Don't give up on him, right? And in the society today, we have so many different doctrines, so many different gods. Like there are more gods than there are cities. Like every year they quadruple, you know, it's, it's, it's a God of this. It's a God. I mean, Beyonce even has a Bible now. What Beyonce doing for you? When was the last time Beyonce came to your neighborhood and gifted you with a box of food or gifted you with a car? What are, they, what are these gods doing for you? Nothing. You don't hear back from them because they're not there. They're dead. Allah is dead. Buddha is dead. Vishnu is dead. They're dead. But God, the true and living God, is alive. My God's so powerful. He died and rose in three days. Some of us can't even get our bills paid on time. But we got, right? You know, and so I wanted to talk about the triunity of man. And I, I think it's very crucial that we discuss this because one, this is how God sees it. This is how God created it. And on We the People Wednesdays, I want to focus on God's principles according to this world, right? God inspired me to speak on certain things, like things that we don't hear anymore, right? When I was in church, Years ago, we heard about these things. They talked about Pentecost. They talked about sin and going to hell. I used to fear for my life being in church all the time. Because even as a child, I wasn't living right. I knew I wasn't living right. They tell us to do a three-day fast. Who? I'm at school eating. I ain't care. <laughs> right? Cussing with my little friends. Right? Kissing little boys. Right? So we don't hear these things. Even in the pulpit, it's always a prosperity message and just how God is love and he is love. But God is more than love. Aren't you more than love? Don't you have different personalities? Don't you have different, you know, characteristics? What about God? He does too, especially because God said we are made in his image and his likeness. So if we're made in God's image, why do we not treat God the way that we would treat someone else that we love? Better yet, how we treat ourselves. But, you know, the way some of y'all treat yourselves, that's not how God wants you to treat you, treat him, okay? Um, a lot of people, they need to come up, you know? Just just, just come up a notch, you know? You don't, you don't have to be the base in your mind and in your thinking. This world has been de- moralized. It has. It has. A lot of things that fly today would have never flown 10 years ago. I don't care what nobody say. When people say, all oh, the times they have just evolved. Oh, no, 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 no. No, they haven't. It's just that we've been demoralized, right? We live in the USA, right? The country of freedom where everybody's free. But I'm here to tell you today, it's not free. Our souls are being sacrificed. People are dying. 
every day. People are being killed and murdered every day as a form of a sacrifice. It's not by chance, right? We're in a spiritual warfare, guys. And I know a lot of people don't think that we are, but if we wasn't, why is everybody so quote unquote spiritual? Let me align my chakras and let me get these stones and let me pray at my altar full of fruit and fragrances and incense and all these different things if we were not spiritual. So that alone tells you that you kind of understand. But I'm here to tell you today, we are in a spiritual warfare. It's not a game. It's not a game at all. There are people around this world that are praying. I'm I'm talking about praying. Y'all don't understand how heavy it is in the spirit right now. It's a war going on between good and evil. And we see it. See, what happens in the spirit, it manifests in the natural. So God said in the Bible in Genesis, and I want to say chapter six, he says the violence, even at that time. Right in the land of Canaan and the giants and the angels coming down, sleeping with the women, having, you know, giants and sodomy and homosexuality. Everything, it was just everything was breaking out. It was just breaking out. And God was just like, What is going on? God said, Men are evil from their youth. From their youth. That's not how He created us. He didn't create us to do evil. We weren't created for that. We were created to worship God. We were created to fellowship with God. And see, God created angels, but they were created for that. Whereas God gave us a will so that we would willfully love him, right? So that we would willfully do and keep his commandments. Just like a relationship today. Don't you want somebody to willfully love you, willfully care about you? Same thing with God. It's just that simple. So many of the old time preachers and churches, they just taught that God was as if he could not be reached. As if, as if, you know, only the preacher could hear from God. Now, don't get me wrong, because your preacher, your pastor definitely should be hearing from, it should be clear. He should, it should be clear, right? Because how he going to lead all of y'all, but he's not hearing from God. And that's why in the old days, when the pastors used to go in and, and pray, they would have this long rope on the pastor, right? Because if that pastor was uh, was wrong, mm-hmm, and, and he used to have a bail on him. And so if the pastor was not right in his heart, right, and he went before the Holy of Holies, he would drop dead. And so when they heard that bail, they was like, oh, oh, man, so they get the rope. You dare not. You dare not. Enter in. Least you die as well. They had to pull the pastor out by the rope. That's how serious it is. It's not a game. God said in the end, every knee, hear me. You don't have to believe. I'm not going to make you believe. Nobody's going to force you. God didn't force anybody. Why, Why would he? Why should he? He gave us a will, right? 
And so you don't have to believe. Not one bit. I will continue to pray for you because the Bible says that the the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers. But do understand, in that day of judgment, we're going to all see each other, right? All your Facebook friends, right? All your your Instagram friends and your TikTok buddies and your drinking buddies. And yeah, yeah, you're going to see them. Your co-workers, you're going to see them. Do not think that you will not, right? And so when you see everybody in that day, it's going to be two lines. Because God is the judge. And on the left hand of the throne, and those of y'all looking, it may be the right hand, but for me, it's the left hand. On the left hand of the throne is the Holy Spirit. And on the right hand of the throne is Jesus. Right. And so on the right hand, Jesus is going to be welcoming in all of those who kept the commandments. Right. We're going to be crowned. It's going to be a glorious day. But the Bible says in Revelations, oh, my goodness. It's going to be many gnashing of teeth, weeping. Y'all think y'all cry now. You think you'd be hurt now when something tragic happens. You wait. You wait until that day when it's too late. See, it's not too late now. Every day that you have breath, you can choose the master. You can choose to keep his commandments. You can choose to stay out of sin. But when when it's shut, when, when that grace, uh, what I want to say, dimension is shut, that's it. That's it. And, and God is going to say to many of us, especially those in the church. It's a lot of us too. We know God's word from Genesis to Revelation. We can, if somebody will say something, they'll be like, oh yeah, in Isaiah 56. They be on it. But are living unholy. And you don't even have to do any of the deeds of sin. You don't to still be a sinner. But in your heart, you may even take pleasure in those that do them. You hanging around the drinkers, you hanging around the smokers, you da, 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 you taking pleasure, like Roman says, taking pleasure in those that do it, right? And so God is serious. We are in a time where we are in a war, right? And God gonna win. There's no, I don't wanna, we're in a war, but, uh, we win. We win in the end. All right. We do. Uh, so the triunity of man. I'm just going to bring this up on my screen. It's a diagram that I drew up about the body, soul, and spirit. And Instagram, unfortunately, you will not be able to see this. Um... But hold on, guys. I guess I can do it like this. Um, bear with me here. How can I get this up? Because it's in a different. There we go. All right. 
Okay, so you guys can't see it. All right, so this is the tri-unity of man, right? You have the body, the soul, and the spirit. And the soul and the spirit are completely two different aspects, right? And so um, the body is just what houses the soul and the spirit. I was reading in Genesis and how the different like uh, ingredients and it's like lime and sulfurous and all these, you know, calcium, and all these different things. And the Bible was like, it's about 98 cent worth. I thought that was funny, you know, because today people aim to do so much to their bodies and, you know, change their faces and their noses and get BBLs and all these different things. And, 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 and yes, God is not okay with that. It's not okay. First of all, it's dangerous. Having those type of surgeries are dangerous. You could die on the table, right? And God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So he didn't, he didn't want you to change who he made you to be. They didn't have all of this back in the day. It has something that has evolved over time because man wants to be perfect. But that spirit comes from the devil because the devil was beautiful. He was perfect. He was. He was perfect. And so with him being the God of this world, he pushes for perfect. Y'all see the correlation? Perfect right? Perfect teeth, perfect body. Some of these women out here, they just, you know, got, you know, they say, if, if you don't have nothing to say, just don't say it at all. But I can use an example, Little Kim. She was one of my favorite artists uh, that I used to listen to. And I remember how beautiful she was. She was so beautiful. But if you just look at her now, it's just like, why? Why did you do that? Right. But that's because in the industry, right, they push for perfectionism because that's what men want to see. And so now our children, our girls, our boys, they're pushing to be perfect. But God has already made us in his image, his likeness. And we are whole from birth, who we are, the beauty that God created you in. Right. So. That is the body, right? It's an earthly, fleshly material made up of the soul and the spirit. And then we have the soul, right? And in the soul, man, man's and woman's feelings, right? So how you feel, it's the seat of the emotions, your passions, your appetites, your desires, right? We desire to be married. We desire to have land and big homes and cars and, you know, our, our soul's desire, Like right? They say, uh, whatever you desire, it shall be, right? Your emotions, your passions, what are you passionate about, right? Like, I used to operate in a spirit of anger because it actually, my first, my first feeling was disappointment and sadness but because i grew up in a world so hateful and i had to fend for myself i had to mask it with anger which kind of gave me like a covering and anger isn't always rah, 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 rah. anger is a mask 
that you're always on guard. It's always like, wait, what you say? Wait, what? Like you don't trust nobody, you know? And so it's because of the trauma. It's because of the hurt, right? In the soul. People that, that say be like, I felt that in my soul, right? When I lost my mom, it crushed my soul, your emotions, right? And then you have the spirit, right? It's the part of the man that knows, that subconscious, right? And I just love how the world has compiled all of these teachings and sayings that are really originated from the Bible because the conscious and the unconscious is the conscious being, uh, let's say, the soul, right? And the unconscious is the spirit. And that's why people will say sometimes, you know, there was something that told me not to go that way. There was something that told me to do this. There was something that told me I knew I should have got up a little earlier and I should have did this and I should have did that, right? But we ignore it. That's God. God is always talking to us. But because we are spiritually dead, we can't hear him. We hear him when we want to hear him. We hear him when it fits us. We do. We do. And in that, you can't grow. You just continue to have the cycles of life, right? Every year, it's the same thing. Every year, it's the same thing. It's not by coincidence. It's not. It's because you have not grown into whom God wants you to be. Right? God wants our spirit to be connected to him. If you are connected to the vine, you shall have life and life more abundantly. But when you move according to your soul, and the soul is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, right? So the things that we see, the things that we desire, Oh, I am a doctor who graduated with cum laude, and I am, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I applaud the accomplishments, but we have usurped everything else over God. And see, little do we know that drive and that passion and the ability to even do what we do, the fortitude to withstand. It comes from God, right? And that's why people, that's why a lot of people say, I am God. I am a God. You know, I, I just, people, they just baffle me. They, they really do. They really do. I'm just going to go to Psalms 1, 139 and um, 139 and 14. And I just want to back up the body part, and then we'll talk about the soul and the spirit. Um, so 139 verse 14 says, <clears throat> and I flipped the page too much. Let's go back one. And it says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Right? Fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what the psalm says. That's what David said. I am fearfully. And these were men like you and I who admired 
God. They loved him. There are women all throughout the Bible who loved God. Mary Magdalene, Esther, Tamar, Eve, like they loved God. Sarah, like the women of today, it's another story, right? It's another story. And and I say that because God created us as helpmates, right? And in life, you are either hurting or you are helping. There is no in-between. None. There is no in-between. You are either a woman that your children shall rise up and call thee blessed, or you'll be like the women in the Bible where God says, and the mother was, because she was evil, like Jezebel. Jezebel was evil. She was evil. And her children were just the same, right? And that's why my parents be like, that's not my child. Mm -mm. Or why are you like this? Like, what is wrong with you? No, ma'am. What is wrong with you? Your child, your children follow you. Do understand that you are responsible. Nobody else. <laughs> like, your children were raised in your household. Like, from the time from, from psychology says from the age of zero to seven, those are the most impressionable years of children's lives. Who are they with between those times? You. They're with you. Your children are a reflection of you. And that's why people say, just, just look at their children. It'll, it'll tell you all you need to know about parents. And it's true. You see a bad behind child, understand that his mother in the father's present is wild as well. The apple don't fall far from the tree like they say. Right? When are we going to start taking accountability? This world, this generation, and I'm not just saying generation X and Y, I'm saying this dispensation of time. So that includes baby boomers, all y'all from the 70s, the 60s, the fit, all y'all. It includes all of us, right? In this dispensation of time, people do not want to take accountability. I ran out of gas and be mad that you ran out of gas. Well, ma'am, sir, are, are you not the one driving the car? Are you not the one responsible for making sure that your gas tank don't hit E? But you mad at me. You call and I just, I just need $20 and oh, did nobody want to help me? Well, I mean, it's Wednesday. People, I mean, some people don't even get paid until, you know, a week or two later. And you want to be mad at me because... They can't help you with gas? Unaccountability, right? It's like the men in the world today. People are just like, men are just da 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 That's because in the beginning, Adam, because he fell in the beginning by protecting his wife, and it says it in Genesis, it says that he saw her. He saw his wife eating the apple. How... How are you going to watch the woman you proclaim to love to do the very thing that God commanded you not to do? Because before God commanded, I'm sorry, before God created Eve, God gave the commandment to Adam first, before Eve was even created. So that shows us that man 
is the head. They are responsible. And so in this world, we have all these unresponsible men making babies, leaving babies, sleeping with women, polygamy, just all out the yin-yang. I need 15 wives. I need this. I need that. You need help. That's what you need. You need God. You do. You need to fall on your knees in your face and first ask God to forgive you and ask him to show you how to be a man. And I can speak. I'm a woman. I've dealt with different type of men, blue collar men in the industry, normal men. I've, I've, I've dealt with it all. And they all have that same just mm, about them. <laughs> just the, uh. It's the unaccountability, right? Father's not in the household, unaccountability. They don't want to be responsible because nobody taught them to be responsible because their daddies weren't responsible. And then their mamas didn't want to step up to the plate, right? Again, mothers blame my baby daddy ain't nothing. No, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing because you picked him. We didn't pick him. Miss Sally down the street, your neighbor, your coworker, your mama, your cousins. We didn't pick him, love. You picked him. So you must take accountability for what happens in your life. And if you end up having children in their lives. See, folks don't want to take accountability. And then when you tell them that it's their fault, now they mad. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? I, I don't understand. I don't get it, right? When are we going to start taking accountability? We live in a generation that is narcissistic. A lot of people are. And that's why people can throw that word out. Oh, you're a narcissist. Perspective is projection. What you project onto others, that's who you are. So you recognize those traits. People are like, I, I don't understand how I ended up with this man or this woman or the friends that I picked because that's you. There's no other explanation. Like people be saying like, you know, I'm a good person and da, 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 da but I keep coming into contact with this type of person and that type of person. Well, What's in you that keeps attracting those type of people, those type of damaged people? You're damaged, not broken, damaged. God can fix that. He can heal that, make you whole, right? And so in this world, our spirit is not in tune with God. We are haters of God. I told someone, I said, you ain't coming up against me. You're coming against the spirit of God. No, I'm not. I love God. Then, then as, a, as a Christian, why are you so angry towards me? Why is that the things that I say or the things that I talk about, it's an offense to you? If you're a Christian, then what I'm saying should add up. We, we read the same Bible. But it just shows that, no, that's not what that is, right? People want to have... They want to know of God, but they don't want to know God. See, knowing of God and knowing God, that's two different things. It's just like your neighbors. You know of your neighbors. Good morning, neighbor. Good morning, Tom. Gotta... But when you start hanging out, coming to the barbecue, they coming to your kid's birthday party. Some of y'all might even take a trip. Now you know your neighbors. 
Now you know, right? Yeah. People just, they, they just, it's common sense, but you know, common sense ain't so common. It's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's not because the God of this world has blind unbelievers, even down to the simplistic things in life. You know, it's sad. It, it really is because God is on his way back. You know, people can say, oh, they've been saying that for years. They have. God's time is not our time. In the Bible, it says, uh, I think it was, uh, bring it back to me. I want to say like a thousand years is but one day in heaven or something like that. Like God is not on our time. At all. Never has been, never will be. Right? And so we have to, y'all. We have to. Have to, have to, have to. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the physical death, the spiritual death, and eternal death. Right? And then we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up. Because God wants us to understand that he created us. He created the heavens and the earth. He created every fowl, every every creature in the earth, every every creeping thing, every the ferment, which is heaven that that showers down the rain, right? And and just all that happens, like down to the flood. Y'all know those are man-made, right? God promised us in the Bible that he would never flood the earth again with the rainbow. And if you ever just think about it, because man thinks that they're just so smart. They're just, they're so smart, they're dumb. Um, At the end of real rain that comes from heaven, there's a rainbow. Notice how there isn't a rainbow after every time it rains. Look at it. They have a weather machine. I I just say weather machine. I I don't know the specific name for it. But men really think they can outsmart God. Did y'all hear about the sun in China that they created? These folk then created a sun. And then they said that the sun is not only a replica, but it's four times or five times hotter than the sun that already sits in the sky. I was like, these folk losing their mind. But it's the same thing they did in the Bible when they tried to build the the um, the wall. I'm sorry, the 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 ladder to heaven or the building to heaven. What was it called, Lord? Oh, it, it's like Babylon keeps coming to me. I think it was Babylon. Um, anywho, but they tried to build their way to heaven, right? Just dumb. Just dumb. Babble means confusion. Babble, 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 all that babbling. Confusion. You don't understand it. So that's why God sent them and sent them which ways? Because man's mind together, it, it's utter ruin. It's evil. Why can't we do things for good? Like, there are so many homeless people out here, but we out here creating sun. There are people who are losing their places, their houses, but we're creating suns and we're creating floods to kill people. 
help me understand. And and think that it's not real. Think that it's not real. Y'all go take a look. That same flood that hit Katrina, go look at all the floods that came around that date. <clears throat> they all align. It's either, if I'm not mistaken, like, I don't remember the date, so I'm not even going to quote it because people are like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. But Google it. Google the dates for the flood with Katrina, all the floods. And they're all around the same. They're either a day or two apart or a week at most. That's not a coincidence. There is no coincidence. It's not. So men are using what God gave them for evil. And God is sick of it. He says the stench from the earth. I detest it. I detest it. So I'll start with death defined. This is, I read from the Dakes Bible. It's an annotated, annotated reference Bible. And I just love it because it just gives a more in-depth understanding of what I'm reading because a lot of times people just be reading, but they don't know what they're reading. But this Bible, it is such a blessing, like such a blessing, right? So if you are a Christian and you are a disciple and you want to learn more about God, I highly suggest that you get the Dakes or the Dake annotated reference Bible. I didn't learn some stuff. All right. So death defined. It actually comes from Genesis. Uh, <clears throat> and this is the further reference of it. All right. So the word death as applied to man in scripture means separation or a cutting off from the realization, realizing God's purpose for which he was created. One can logically substitute the word separation for death in every scripture where it is used. It will clarify many passages to do so, as we see below. A physical death. Physical death is the separation of the inner man from the outer man. The soul and spirit from the body. Spiritual death. Spiritual death is separation of man from God because of sin. One spiritually, one spiritually dead can be alive physically, or he can be dead physically and alive in hell, conscious in the soul and the spirit or the inner man. That's good. That's, that's, that's real good. The second death, which is what God sent Jesus for, right, is the eternal death. So... <clears throat> If God made it to where the body was enough, people would still be sinning, right? People, they'll wait to the last day, Lord, forgive me. Lord, Lord, I want to go to heaven. And they will make it in because it would be a physical death. No, you know? And so God had to make it a, a spiritual death. When we are spiritually dead to God, we detest his word. We detest his principles. We detest his ways. You know, I made a post on my Facebook and I said, you know, it's it's amazing how many Christians hate God's word in his principle. How many 
Christians are having sex outside of marriage? How many Christians are indulging in drinking and smoking? How many Christians? I love God. I love God. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because if someone loves you, if I say, please stop poking me like that, but you keep doing it, you don't love me. Matter of fact, you don't even respect me. Just as simple as that. When you love God, keep his commandments. You believe in his word. You read his word. So the eternal death is the second death, which means the second and eternal separation from God in the lake of fire. Which is that day that's going to come where people are going to be gnashing of teeth and weeping uncontrollably. And, you know, it breaks my heart. It really does. Like, when you become more like God, that's why God said, you know, become, follow me. Follow me. Because God will give you the spirit of long suffering, the spirit of grace. And so... The old church, they used to condemn man for the sin that they were in. But God doesn't condemn us. John 3 and 17 says, God did not send Jesus to condemn the world, but to save it. Right? And that's why so many people hate church. Because people condemn condemn them. Why? Just because you don't agree. Now, I'm not saying accept it. See, there's a difference between acceptance. Okay, and and understanding. See, God understands where we are so he can meet us where we are. But when he meet us, we then have to follow him. Right. We have to follow him up to the mountain. Right. You can no longer be in the valley. You have to ascend because God, God is up. He'll, he'll come down. That's why in the Bible, he came down and talked with the sinners, right? Jesus, people, all, you know, that's what the Sadducees and Pharisees, they all, he was talking with the sinners. He was fellowshipping with the sinners. And, uh, and that's where the, that scripture comes in. Judge that ye be not judge. It's not saying you can't judge righteously, but how dare you? You too, like I said in the Bible, as such for some of you. As such as some of you that were smokers and drinkers and fornicators and idolatrous, who are you? Who are you to not want to love someone just how they are? God loves you just the way that you are. And that's why God says, come as you are. I will clean you up. I will do that because I can, right? I can. We don't have to be spiritually dead. We don't. And the longer we stay in sin, the harder it is for you. Not the harder it is for God. The harder it is for you. If You know, even in the natural, you hear that voice. They say, ah, ah, don't do that. No, no, no. Don't talk to that person. Leave that man alone, right? Don't link up with that female. Don't be friends with that person. But we'd be like, but why? Right. And then we get to justifying. Well, I mean, they do work out all the time and they're very nice and they're humanita- humanitarians and they feed the hungry and they they're they're good people. OK. 
So then God allows you to do it. Just like a, a, a parent, right? You tell your child, watch out for that one now. Stay away. Your little friend, stay away from her. I don't like her. They don't even have to know them. But it's they can it's spiritual. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-mm. It's not even a child, it's what they're being raised in, and they don't want that soot to get on their child. It's the same thing with the father. It's the same thing. He's protecting us. But we feel like we being kept, Eve. We think that we being kept from something. But then when you get it, your life goes into utter destruction. Then we want to blame God. God, it was the man that you gave me. It was the woman, like Adam said. It was the woman that you gave me. What? But you had a choice. You had a choice in the matter to say no, to walk away. But you chose not to. There are consequences to your actions. And that's what this generation don't like. They don't like the consequences. But they don't like to listen either. So like they said, the world going to teach you. <laughs> that's what my mom used to say. She was like, okay. The world going to teach you. Parents, stop saying that to your children. Go to God. Get on your knees and pray. Prayer is the, the, the best warfare that you could ever fight in. Because we can't change man. Hear me when I say we can not change man. And I'm saying man, woman, boy, girl. I'm saying anybody, humans. We cannot. You can't even change yourself half the time. But you know who can? God says in his word that even I can turn the heart of the king, evil or good. Because he's God. But little old you and little old me, no. Mm-mm. And when you think you can control someone, you're operating in witchcraft. You're operating in witchcraft. And so God wants to know today, are you spiritually dead? Hmm? On We the People Wednesday. Are you spiritually dead? Do you hate God's truth? That's a question you have to ask yourself. It's an important question because, yeah, you may be able to live freely how you want to on the earth, do what you want to do. Oh, but that eternal death? Mm-mm. When it gets to the end, my child. And like I tell people all the time, you don't have to believe. I'm not going to force you. I'm not. God's not. But I, I, I tell you this. You will have to answer in that day. Be it made. Oh, baby, understand. The book of life. There is an angel that is assigned to you. There is an angel who records absolutely everything that you do. So in that day, right, when you stand in, in the in the judgment, in the judgment line, right? I'm telling y'all, <laughs> you know, it's just funny. And I, I'm laughing because people be trying to fight me tooth and nail. And I don't argue because the Bible says do not debate. I'm not going to be with you, okay? Um, but I, I'll tell you the truth, and we'll leave it at that. 
Um, but in that day, y'all, the angel, he's going to bring out the files. He's going to bring them out. Okay. And he's going to be like, Lord, what's today? Is it June 1st? Lord, June 1st, 2022, um, Denise Dixon, Ambassador Denise, came forth with the word about you and being spiritually dead and so-and-so attended the live. They watched the replay, but they ignored it. Lord, in December 31st, 1962, at the watch service, right, you called up an altar call and, and Joseph and Mary and Stan and, and Adam, they refused to get up for the altar call. It's recorded. That's why they record everything today. Listen, the world that we live in today is a mere reflection of God. <laughs> hear me when I say, y'all. Hear me when I It's in the Bible. And I've been shocked as I've been reading it. I'm like, like they say the days of Noah. We are in the days of Noah. Y'all listen, in the days of Noah, the sons of God, which are the angels, the fallen angels, they slept with human women and they created giants. And so those giants, they didn't have a normal appetite because they were not human. They were not full human. And so they, they, they are the ones that started cannibalism because they're not human. They're not fully human, right? Not only that, they created bestiality because they were beasts. They were giants. And so the normal way of engaging in sex was not enough. It was not enough because they didn't have the appetite of man. And so sodomy and all these sexual perversions from the devil himself. They, they have been engaging in these things since the beginning of time. Y'all, pick up the Bible and read it. It's there. And, and, and when people try to tell me that the Bible is not real, I just be like, but what you're saying is in the Bible. How you feel is in the Bible. It may not use the same words that we use today because language has transformed over time. But that same spirit is in the land. What do we see? Homosexuality. And we see light perversions, right? Anal. And pornography. And pornography, it is the most disgusting thing ever. And, you know, that's why what, after we get done masturbating, we feel disgusting. A lot of people have said today, like, yeah, when I get done, I just don't feel right. Because it's wrong. It's actually woman on woman. It's you on yourself. So you are operating in a spirit of homosexuality, right? And so it's just book wild crazy out here. They were killing in the Bible days. God said the violence that is beset before me is a stench in my nostrils. He said that in Genesis. In Genesis. Right. So the Bible is made up for such a dispensation of time as this. History repeats itself. Period. Understand that this world is mirroring the word of God. Satan, who was created by God. Right. In Ezekiel, he talks about how he wanted to be God. I will ascend. I, 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 I will, I will, I will. 
not only did he want to be God, he wanted people to worship him as God. And that's what people are doing today, worshiping him. Yeah, the demons may not have manifested in your life, but they're there. The incubus demon, which is the male sex demon, the succubus demon, which is the female demon. I remember when God was bringing me out and, you know, all that I was dealing with, I literally was scrolling on Instagram and I had just had, you know, a, in, you know, a dealing with a guy or whatever. And I remember scrolling on Instagram and it says, when are you going to stop sleeping with demons? I was like, oh my gosh. I wasn't saying it at the time. I wasn't. But I was like, whew. Cause and, and normally, like, you know how we see stuff when we just scroll. But when God trying to get your attention, he will use anything. He will send anybody. In the Bible, he sent a donkey to speak. Right. So when I saw it, it said, when are you going to stop sleeping with demons? And then there was this demon with this long tongue on a woman while she was sleeping. I said, I'm done. You you ain't got to worry about me. My life was in shambles because I was doing things outside of God's word, which was creating demonic activity in my life. It's real, y'all. It's so real. And the devil don't want you to know. Of course not. Of course he don't want you to know because that's one less soul that he going to have burning in the fire with him. And in that day, people are going to watch the very God that they follow be sentenced to the lower parts of hell, right? Sentenced to judgment and then y'all going to fall right behind him. That's how real it is. It's not a game. Don't think it's a game. It's not. And it's not to scare you, but it's to put that warning out there. You are in danger. If you are not saved, if you are not living holy, <clears throat> because people can get saved. The devil don't care about you getting saved. We, You got folk that have been sitting in church for years and they not saved. I'm talking about they come in the same way and leave the same way. They do. They absolutely do. So the devil don't care about you getting saved. They be like, the demons be like, oh, she's at the altar. He like, child, let her, let her do what she do. It's okay. Because he knows that he has some demonic debt or a demonic lean on your life. He knows you ain't serious about this thing. You playing yourself. You are lying to yourself. And that's what people do in the world today. They are always lying to themselves. So when people show you who they are, believe them, as Maya Angelou said. But we always want to twist, right? We always want to find a reason to stick around, find the good in them. Child, you, you ruining your life and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. But only God can break the power of Satan and, and the enemy off thy life. Demons flee at the name of Jesus. They tremble. In that movie, The Chosen, I mean, the show The Chosen, uh, <laughs> there was a demon who was inhabiting a man and he came across one of the disciples or one of the soon to become because 
he believed in the Lord, but he was still going his own way. But he told his brother, who was actually the man who was at the pool of Bethesda, who had been there for 38 years, because they used to feel as though the, the water was being troubled by an angel and that the person that gets to the water that's being troubled, that they be healed. So for 38 years, he tried over and over and over to get into this pool. So when Jesus came to the face of the earth, he went in and gave him a visit, right? And his brother said, brother, when you can walk, I'll believe that the Messiah has come. Y'all, it was amazing how it happened, y'all. Because what happened was God came and met him at the pool and he asked him one question. He said, do you want to be healed? And then he starts to give him all these examples. Lord, I, I've been sitting, you know, he say Lord, because he didn't know it was Lord. But he was like, sir, I've been here for 38 years and I've been trying. And he started breaking out in tears. And, you know, God sat there. I mean, Jesus sat there and he heard him. And he listened. And he asked him again. Well, he said, that's not what I asked you. What I asked you was, do you want to be healed? And he said, I do. And he just broke out in tears. And God said, get up. Take thy bed and walk. That's what Jesus said. That's what God said. Right? He didn't even have to touch him. He spoke. That's how powerful our God is. God spoke the earth into existence, the heavens into existence. He was not a witch. Okay? He didn't have a magic wand. He wasn't trees coming about. Come about. He, that's not what he was doing. Mike, he spoke because he is the word. He is the word. He is the walking word, the word. And so he spoke. And that's why God said, open your mouth, pray to me, worship me, speak. We can demand as children of God, the promises that he has given us. We can we have spiritual authority. We have spiritual authority over demons. We do. A lot of churches, they teach that we don't, but we do. God says that the same power that raised him from the dead is the same power that lives in us. And he said the same works that I did that you'd be able to do, if not greater. But you got to believe the word, right? And that's why some pastors are healers. People try to mimic all the time, but you can always tell the true spirit of God. It hits you in a different way like no other. The devil can mimic all he wants. Oh, but in that day, I can't wait for that day. I can't wait till he get sentenced to hell. I, I'm telling you, because for 29 years, glory be to God, I'm going into my 30s on Friday. The devil had me bound. He has been trying to kill me since I was a child. Car accidents, rape, molestation, all of these things, physical abuse with my ex-fiance, all of these things that he has tried to do to me to break my spirit. I can't wait. And that's why I fight the way I do. I pray the way I do. People call me pious. Call it what you want. I've been in the world long enough to understand that it has nothing to offer me. And eternally, I don't want to be with y'all in hell. 
Uh-uh. Oh, no. For what? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Play with it if you want to. Play with it if you want to. I recommend, and I don't always recommend this book until it changed. Boys. Woo! You talking about some life-changing stuff? This. Overcoming Familiar Spirits by Dr. Keenan Bridges. He's on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, YouTube. And I'm always sharing his stuff. You talking about a, a Holy Ghost feel, like we used to say, a supernatural. That man is blessed. God spoke to him on how to break off demonic enemies and spiritual debt. Spiritual liens, demonic liens, because a house, right? A house can be debt-free, no mortgage, right? But it could be a lien on that house, meaning that the person who owns it own, owes someone, maybe the carpenter, maybe people who came out and, you know, did restoration to the house and all these different things and they didn't pay. They have the legal right to go and put a lien out on that house. So, yes, your house you may be saved, but if you have not forgiven people, if you have not put away sin, if you have not done all that God commands, keep my commandments, that's because there is a devil and the enemy in the in this legions and they come by the thousands. You ain't dealing just with one demon. They come in. You let listen, you crack the door, they're gonna bust it wide open. They're spirits. They need a host. And that's what's different between our God and the devil and his legion. They're spirits. They only operate and have authority when we speak it and when we give it. So when we go into agreement, God says, stay away from that man, right? You keep dealing with him. You keep dealing with him. You open your legs for him. You have now gone into agreement or even just communion, communing with them. Because soul ties are not just created through sex. Soul ties are created with communion with people. Evil communication corrupts good manners. And that's why I always use the analogy of back in the day, our parents, they would be like, stay away from that girl. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, 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 no. Stay away from her. You cannot be friends with her. And then what happens? We wanted more because man always has this desire to just do wrong. Just do the opposite of what you told. I told you to stay away from that girl. And yet still you keep flocking to her. I told you to stay away from that boy. And yet you keep flocking to her. And then you watch your children evolve over time. Right? Pants below their belt. You know, do-rags. They cussing. The type of music that they listening to. Your girls gyrating and twerking. Right, they hanging out. Now they're hanging out with the in crowd, right? They they in the in crowd with the in boys, right? And now she's being pressured to have sex. Now she's being pressured to do this. And now she don't want to tell you, right? Because my mama and my daddy told me to stay away from them. It's the same thing with God. If God says no, he means no. If he says yes, he means yes. And if he had answered you, wait on it. Don't move. Least you put yourself in a predicament, right? It is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three bodies, 
one in spirit. That is why when we get married, right, it says, and man shall become one flesh with its with their wife. You are you are one in spirit, but y'all are two different people, but one in spirit. It's the same thing with the Trinity of God. God all in all, and you can look at that in First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 through 28. The triunity of man. It's time for us to wake up, y'all. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to ask God for forgiveness. It's time for us to go back into covenant with him. And it's time for us to serve him. There are people that are counting on you. There are people, your family, your children, your spouses. There are people who need you. God has need for you in his kingdom. Will you answer the call? Are you spiritually dead? Right? So if you would like to rededicate your life or surrender your life to God, repeat these words after me. Believe by faith and it shall be so. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and life. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. Just that simple. See how simple God is, right? Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I come asking, oh God, first thanking you. Thanking you for this day. Thanking you for a new month, June 1st, Lord. Lord, you are the only one that is keeping us, that is upholding us, oh God. Lord, I thank you, oh God, for just being God. Lord, I thank you so much, Lord. We reverence you. We honor you, oh God. I Adonai, oh Lord. Jehovah Jireh, oh God. Jehovah Nisi, oh God. Lord, I praise your holy name, oh God, because you are worthy to be praised, oh God. There is not a God like you. Oh, no, it's not. You are matchless, oh God. And Lord, today we thank you, Lord. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for saving souls, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for keeping us, oh God. Thank you for sending the warnings and the, the judgments before they come, oh God, because we can divert judgments, oh God. All we have to do is turn from our wicked ways, oh God, and we turn from our wicked ways, oh God. Father, I ask in your holy, precious name, O oh God, Lord, that you flood the earth with your anointing, O oh God. Flood the earth with your grace and your mercy, O oh God. Lord, that people will see you for you, O oh Lord. Those who are wanting you, O oh God, continue to make a way, O oh God. Lord, those who don't want you, O oh God, continue to make a way, O oh God. And Lord, we will lift thy name up in the earth forever and ever and ever because you are so good. You are so great. And Lord, I just ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name, oh God. Keep your people. Keep them safe, oh God. Send a ram in the bush, Lord. Lord, make thyself known to the earth, oh God. Once again, Lord. You are the God of gods. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And I will bless your name forever, Lord. Amen.
Listen, y'all have a blessed day or blessed evening. Thank everybody that tuned in live. And if you catch the replay, it is still as significant for you, right? God is the God of today, yesterday, and forevermore. I'm Ambassador Denise. I'll see you next Wednesday for We The People Wednesday, but I will also be going live tomorrow for Truthful Thursdays where trauma is revealed and healed. It's time for us to heal our families, y'all. It's time for us to go back to God's way. It's the only way we're going to fix it, right? God loves you and so do I. Till next time, shalom.